This episode is brought to you by Your Story Travel Company. If you're looking to reschedule or book a trip, one of our lovely agents will be glad to help create your free quote. Email them at info at yourstorytravel.com or visit their site at yourstorytravel.com. In this episode, we'll be talking about executive pay cuts, CEO resignations, some Disney at home, sweet little babies. That one's for you, Vicki. And we'll also ask the question, Will Disney parks slash vacations be the same going into the future? You're at the right place at the right time. You found the number one podcast that entertains the space between your ears. It's super califragilistic. I hope you enjoy the show. If you're like me, you're going to laugh a lot. We invite you to pull up a chair. Relax and get ready to take a trip to the vacation kingdom of the world. So grab your magic bands and your Mickey ears. Here we go. Because it's time for another episode. Of the Mousecapades Podcast. It means no worries for the rest of your days. It's all problem free. Philosophy. Akuna Matata. Akuna Matata. Akuna Matata. Happy home day, everybody. Thanks for bringing us into your home, car, or wherever you may be. I'm Nick, and I'm joined by our co-hosts, Stephanie and Vicky. This is episode 502. I cannot believe I'm saying that. I know everybody was just thrilled with episode 500. And in that episode, we talked about our attractions bracket and I believe Flight of Passage 1. And if um, you could hear the outtake that I, that, I, that I just had to splice out of here, you would have known that I messed it up. It was super funny, but you're all not hearing that. Anyway, in this episode, we're going to bring you the latest news, rumors, so let's begin. Let's go ahead and introduce some of the individuals that we have with us today. And we're recording via Zoom. The last few episodes we recorded via Skype since this whole COVID-19 started. We're kind of separate in our own fungions. And it's been kind of awkward, been kind of odd to kind of talk over each other. But I'm glad that nobody has left us. And we've even received a few texts, emails, um, people thanking us and saying hey it's great to hear you guys during this whole pandemic so i'm glad we're continuously bringing you joy go ahead and unmute yourselves vicky stephanie brandy betsy and my mother is joining us today do i call you madeline or do i call you mom whatever you'd like whatever i'd like all right this is the first episode ever. as long as it's nice <laughs> So I told her before we recorded everybody, I was going to have to wash my mouth on this one. So Vicky tells me that all the time. I'm used to it. <laughs> but anyway, so that's my mother, everybody. Betsy, why don't you say a little something? Hello, I'm coming to you live from Boise, Idaho. It's Boise, not Boise. Oh, wow. Oh. Well, we're saying it wrong. It's, it's Boise. Keep your children Boise. right. Boise, Boise, Idaho. So is that like a New Orleans or New Orleans yes. kind of a deal? Yeah, I used to call it New Orleans until I served with some individuals from New Orleans. They're like, nah, it's, it's New Orleans. Like, okay. So yeah, Boy Boise, you just had an earthquake out there, by the way. 
hasn't been in 37 years and it just shook us all up literally so what's <laughs> crazy and that was what was it a five point something six or point six seven wow okay six point seven wow I, so I'm kind of a geek. I'm a dork. And I was talking with my mother last week. And I said, you know, there's a direct correlation between volcanoes and earthquakes. So I don't know if you've heard this and, or some of our listeners. And I know I'm going off the beaten path right now. But there was a major volcano that erupted in Malaysia twice this past month. And I told my mother. So I looked, on, looked online, looked at the data to find. You, you, you take that point in Malaysia and go straight center through the earth and on the opposite side guess guess what's over there plus or minus a few hundred miles from Boise Idaho and so there's there's I don't know if you knew that there's like a direct correlation with that type of stuff Wow major or major volcanoes and then earthquakes right through the other side of the earth kind of crazy I did not huh? know that. it's kind of crazy because you know I was just talking about that with my mother and then boom that happens. Come Everybody's on. like, you're a total dork, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> no, I you think we're just processing. Yeah, we're just processing. Anyway, all we all <laughs> we also have Brandy. Brandy, say a little something. Hello, this is Brandy. I am live from Fairfield, Ohio, which is north of Cincinnati. Woo-hoo. All right, Ohio, where our uh, IRS, I guess, is out of, right? Isn't that their major hub, Cincinnati? You know, I actually don't know that, <laughs> but you might be right. Oh, I'm just, I'm just coming at you with the facts tonight, I guess. <laughs> yes. Uh, I have five people sleeping on me. Our <laughs> listeners may recommend or recognize her voice because she was on our trip report a couple weeks ago with me and Kaylee. Might've been three weeks ago now. It's yes. all running together at this point. And we need to get Betsy with you. Yes, I do. I would, I saw Betsy as soon as her name came up. I went, dang. Betsy's and we're like, all in the houses now. So we definitely have time to do that. So I will get with you after the show. So Betsy, Brandy, both travel agents with your story travel company and also listeners of the podcast. That's how we met. Um, curious. Cause I, I got to ask this, ask everybody. Vicki knows. So real quick, and I'm not trying to like toot our own horns or anything, but what, what is it about our podcast that kept you listening, by the way, Brandy? Um, it just kind of made my day better, honestly. Like when I was at work, it was something I could put my headphones in and just kind of zone in. And I really liked um, all the camaraderie with you and Vicki and um, Steph when she came mm-hmm. on and just how it just seemed like it was a couple of friends kind of hanging out and talking about Disney. And it just cool. kind of always made my day better. Awesome. Thank you so much. And I know, B- Betsy, your story is a little different, right? Weren't you on a run or on a hike or something? And you, you came across Yeah, I, when I run, I listen to different podcasts. And I just randomly search for Disney ones. And I was kind of sick of the same people talking all the time. Sometimes you're just like, ah! And so anyways, I just... Uh, clicked on Mousecapades for the first time and listened to it and enjoyed it and then continued listening and was the funny part was was I was just thinking about becoming a Disney travel agent and they said they were hiring so it must have just been a a god moment so yes it was made to happen and my mother you kind of just along for the ride you have to put up with my shenanigans she's been doing it for a while (laughs) for a long time pretty much (laughs) all right so Let's talk about Disney executives taking pay cuts. So we all know that uh, Bob Iger and Chapek went ahead and took about 
Uh, I know Chapek took a 50% pay cut, and Bob Iger's going to forego 100% of his salary. Wow. You guys catch that? Mm-hmm. I did not see That's, that. That's awesome. Oh, you, that is, I, you didn't see that, Vicky, or mm-hmm. stuff? No? I, I didn't see it either. No. So it happened uh, about a week and a half ago, I, I believe, and it's been getting some criticism online, by the way, because some people are saying, well, Bob Iger makes so much in stocks and everything else that this is really nothing. <laughs> it's, it's pennies out of his pocket, but I say money is money, and people are, are also blaming Disney that it's just a PR stunt. But no, I believe they're hurting. His salary is huge. So even if he does make money in stocks, he does have a very large salary. And he still he has out. bills to pay. The fact that he's giving up his salary for other people, that makes me feel good that he's putting others first. Yeah. What do you what do you guys think, Brandy? Betsy? Um, I read the story and I just thought like there's I think I've read about like one other major company whose CEO has been willing to do that. It's a restaurant chain. I don't Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe Texas Roadhouse or something. Yes. I can't. Is it that? Okay, I'm right. I, yeah. I hate to say the wrong one, like on the air. No, you're um, right. It's Texas Roadhouse. Yeah, I was. I've and there could be more, but that's the only one I heard about it. And I just think that kind of speaks to your your investment and your willingness for the company. And honestly, Bob Iger's on his way out. Like he doesn't have to do anything. Right. So even if and honestly, their stock probably. I mean, I'm not a. Um, stock person, but it has to be going down. Oh, it has. I mean, so it's not like he's not taking a loss there, too. Right. So I just think any any big corporation whose CEOs and, and executives are willing to do that, um, you know, it, it does mean something. It's be- it's better than nothing. I mean, if, if people are always going to have something to criticize someone about, but I, I think, think it's really great, and it kind of speaks to their personal feelings about the company. Disney I mean, with, go ahead. Sorry. With 100%, like, I just don't understand what would make somebody more happy. It's not like he gave just a portion, like he either couldn't have given anything or he could have given less. He, he couldn't, or he could have given more, but there's no way he could have gotten less. So I'm confused as to why people would be upset or be criticizing him for it. I kind of wish... It wasn't just those two individuals as well. I apologize. I'm, I should throw my hand up uh, before I want to speak. Vicky, I know you threw out that rule. I'll, I'll adhere to it. I promise. Uh, but all vice presidents will also have their salaries reduced by 20%. All senior vice presidents will take a 25% cut. And then executive vice presidents and above are taking a 30% cut. So it's across the board throughout the Disney company. Now, is that just short term? Do you think that eventually they will go back up or is it safe for an extended period of time or? So according to the Hollywood reporter, it just says that it's, you know, it started a couple days ago and it's just going to continue on. I don't know when that will be, I guess. Uh, I think it's commendable. It? I think it's fantastic. I do too. And in talking about, I agree, I agree with you, Betsy. And this is really a reflection of, you know, the parks are, are, shut down until you know disney world disneyland um and now adventures by disney indefinitely there's no start update for them like just boom done gone um and everything has seemed to shut down and disney came out and stated hey we're going to shut it down for the foreseeable future and didn't give us a, an actual startup date 
What are your thoughts on that? The net, the no date. Yeah. Well, I think that they must be hoping that they're opening because uh, one of my clients, I told you, is supposed to go on June the first, and I was able to get their fast passes, and and some of them I couldn't get for them because they were already booked up. So. They didn't block those dates out, so I kind of feel like that they're hoping. I mean, I think we're all hoping. I, I prefer, I would like to go back to school. I would. I mean, it's your mom's last year. I'm sure she would like to tell her kids goodbye, not on the internet. And um, I feel like that Disney's trying to, they don't want to put a date on it because they don't want to push it back like the districts are having to do. Like they give a date and then the president says something else and then they have to give another date. And then this way it just says, for the unseeable future, so then that leaves open for what they are. But in my mind, I think they think they're going to be open by June at least, because I was able to get the fast passes and their reservations are still there. So um, I don't know. I just think that they're being precautious and not jumping the gun. And Betsy, you know, I mentioned we were talking a little bit earlier today about the Disney Wonder, and now Disney Wonder scrubbed all the way through June. Yeah, we're going. We're scheduled for July thirteenth, and I'm like so sad to think about. It's like going to be close, and then it's like, will we want to go in July? Like, are people going to be scared? Like, what is that going to look like? But our, I'm in Idaho, and they just canceled school till the end of the year. And we're, I mean, our numbers are way lower than all of you guys. So, I kind of think it's going to be nationwide now. I heard just Washington, my friend. So, it's disappointing. It's just like I think, and that's the hardest part of this whole thing is nobody has an end date and so it's just very and we usually have a finite date for anything and there's nothing finite right. the other thing i want to go back to the story when brandy was talking about the money that they gave in the in the company um picked his roadhouse because i feel like we shouldn't give them a shout out he is he gave up his hundred percent of his salary so that his people could take care of their families Another cool thing that he's doing is he has employees in the parking lot. I saw this on FaceTime, I mean, Facebook today. Uh, if they do carry out and it's their birthday, he encouraged the people to bring their families with them. Sorry, I dropped my phone. Um, and there's two cars that were there that would have went to dinner and dined together. And they had this battle in the middle of the parking lot so that they could sit and sing to them <laughs> like they would if they would have went for their birthdays. It was the coolest thing. I mean... Because I know my son's birthday was uh, yesterday and it's just, you have to make the best of a bad situation. And I think he's doing that. And the other thing is I wish I knew where the, whatever, the thing that Nick was looking at that said that where that person was complaining, because I won't mention the name, although I should, is a famous, famous chef. And he started a GoFundMe account for his employees rather than giving up part of his salary and he makes millions is all i'm saying mm -hmm. so i wish that the whoever was ripping on Iger saw this person because that's who they should be ripping on i i if you you're making millions you can afford to give to people i mean i don't make millions and i'm willing to help people out because i feel like that's what we're supposed to be doing right now where that's how we should always be is helping one another but I realize this time is really an eye opener for a lot of people. You know, there are people that do need food and and that's giving the opportunity to open that door for people to do that. So, sorry, I just had to go back to that because no, whoever said that, if they're happening to be listening about Iger, I want them to know there's somebody far scroogier than whoever, <laughs> that wasn't being a scrooge. He didn't give up. I don't think you really can give up your stocks right now anyway. Who would want them? 
So, you know, speaking of just Iger and we'll throw Chapek in the mix as well. You know, we've talked the last few episodes that Iger stepped down at like the right time of all times. As soon as Chapek took over. Right. We had the spill. We had two fires on the East Coast and the West Coast, uh, Disney World and land. We had the people mover in an accident. Um, I'm trying to think of anything else. Obviously, COVID-19. Jungle Cruise. Yeah, Jungle uh, Cruise sank. The boat sank. <laughs> That's right. That hasn't happened since the early 2000s. And so that was all within like the first two weeks. Oh, and, and uh, the suicide. Oh, that's right. The suicide. Uh, did the attempted suicide and they're at uh, our, no, not Hourglass Lake. It was Seven Seas Lagoon. Right. We had that one at the Contemporary. We also oh, yeah, had that yeah, crazy yeah. lady. Was that when, no, I think that might have been before Iger decided it to It was before down. he took over, but the Contemporary, that all happened within the first two weeks of him being in charge and we were teasing about it. Absolutely I mean, crazy, right? Right. So with Iger kind of stepping back in, because uh, we've been reading reports that he's kind of stepped back into the role to help out Chapek during these times. You know, Iger has a really good relationship with the Chinese government over there with Shanghai uh, Disneyland. Um, or excuse me. Oh yeah, when he opened up yeah. Shanghai oh, and yeah. <clears throat> and um, I was thinking of Tokyo Sea for a split second there, but right. um, you know he spent many years over there, and so I good move with uh, Iger stepping back in and kind of grabbing a hold of the rings along with Chapik during this uh, pandemic and, and during these tough times. It really is truly tough. And that kind of segues us to SeaWorld. I don't know if we have SeaWorld fans here. I think the last time I was at SeaWorld was 2015, 16 or something like that, whenever I was out in San Diego. But the CEO of SeaWorld, do we have any SeaWorld goers here? Maybe some of our listeners are. I have no idea. We're all shaking our heads. SeaWorld, what's SeaWorld? <laughs> no, one needs, no one knows what's the mouse there then we're not there <laughs> the truth uh but uh yeah so sergio riviera and i hope i'm pronouncing his name correctly here resigned this past saturday from his position as the chief executive officer of SeaWorld. now according to the release now this was due to he resigned because of disagreements over the board's involvement in the decision making of SeaWorld. and so i know he's not like in the last few months there's been a handful of ceos that have stepped down and resigned uh, at SeaWorld, and so SeaWorld is having some issues among themselves and especially during this hard time and i know you know we have like you have SeaWorld, you have legoland you have walt disney world um Universal. Universal, right. Uh The Holy Land, like all right there. And and you know what I'm talking about, Betsy? The Holy Land. It's a a theme park over there. It's a theme park. Every time I go down, I say, it's this trip I'm going to go. It's this trip I'm going to go. You get to see the resurrection of Christ every single day at 4 (laughs) o'clock. I wonder if it's 3 p.m. I wonder if it's 3 p.m. Is that bad? That's bad. I'm sorry. No, that was awful. (laughs) It was a bad week. That for was what I'm bad. saying. <laughs> I'm just thinking about Bob Iger and Lord Jesus what's the Jesus. other guy, the new guy's name? Bob Chapek. And I think about the what are they talking about? Like, what are they just like, I just can't imagine the conversations that they're having. Oh my gosh, I don't even know, right? 
what conversation do you have? I know, so Disney's, they've told people to go home, you know, with the whole student program and they can't go home because of travel bans and they've cut a lot of people within specific departments. I'm feeling it too, just by when I make phone calls into specific departments just for the agency and stuff. And, and, and there's not many people, I guess, working like there was last month. And it's just absolutely crazy. You're, you're hearing, I'm sure you guys have seen it on reports as well. And I don't have this in my notes right now, but how some employees are being blacklisted um, during these times. And we've talked about this during the IT situation. Remember that a handful of years ago, Vicky and Steph? The ITs uh, in the IT department, they're being replaced by... Uh, for other, cheaper. For cheaper, yeah, for cheap, cheaper labor. They trained They trained their replacement. It was they, awful. They did, and they gave them a one-year non-compete. And so apparently the same thing is happening. So when I say blacklisted, I mean, that's what I mean. They're giving a one-year non-compete. So there are reports of, and I don't know if this is fact. It's just headlines that I've seen right now. So this is just a rumor. I want to put that out there right now. I'm not, you know, discussing this as fact. It's, it's a rumor, people because I know we'll get something thrown back at us somehow. But there are rumors that cast members are being blacklisted or put with a one-year non-compete and let go. So I want to know what that's about, if it's true. If it's true, I kind of want to read up on that um, and figure out what's going on there. But it wouldn't... I don't think Disney's doing that because I just don't think... That's a bad show, right? One of the keys is bad show. But at the same time, it wouldn't surprise me because of some things that, is, that has happened in the past as well. But let's move on. Uh, Can Steph, I have your story? <laughs> what's up? To a happier story. Go ahead, Steph. Can I um, add on? So we were, when you're talking about like the pay cuts and everything, I do have a story here. Um, Disney World and Disneyland are going to furlough their cast members. So they had said that they would pay the cast members through April 18th. Um, and they... I, like a couple days ago, they put out saying that they are going to, instead of lay people off, they will be furloughing them later this month. So it'll let them resume their positions once a park reopens, but then they're not paying them the entire time. So they have kind of made some adjustments to their um, all of their hourly employees and everybody else. Okay, right. so being furloughed, then means correct me if i'm wrong y'all just not doing the work but they have a position when they come back yes you're not Can laid off you're not claim fired. unemployment they have to yeah. fire them to claim unemployment oh, good which point. is the disney springs uh restaurants some of the bigger ones i can't even i don't want to miss say which ones but some of the bigger ones i know fired their employees because they didn't know how long this was going to last so that they could get unemployment because they knew that these were people that needed their money to support their families. And so they said that they had to fire them. Now, I guess if the Disney employees really want to keep their job and they're able to afford that, then the furlough would be okay. But that makes me sad. So, and a furlough, most of the time, um, you aren't paid, but you do keep your benefits. So you have your health insurance and everything else. Oh, that's uh, true too. So in the so, military, furloughed was we were told, you know, and I know it's completely different here. I'm just giving another example here. Like in the military, it was you had to keep working and you just weren't getting paid for it. And then on good faith of the government that they would pay you when they had the money and you get one big massive check. Um, but in this case, obviously, they're, they're letting everybody go. 
Hmm. Well, Disney's not letting people go. They're they're just pausing their jobs sure. because I mean their jobs are point like they can't co go into the park and do anything. So they're saying you can have a job when you get back. We're not firing you totally. We'll continue to pay your benefits and give you your benefits, but we cannot continue to pay you. Which is but smart on them. Go ahead. Can you imagine though, like if people are making, I don't know how much they're making, 13 bucks an hour and they just are not getting that. I mean, they're going to look for work elsewhere, especially if this continues. Is that like, can they do that though? I'm sure they can. They could look for temporary work. Because the groceries. Good luck. The grocery stores, no, a lot of the grocery stores and the food places right now, well, um, they're hiring because they yeah. need the help, especially because now they're doing the delivery services. Some of them weren't and they are now. And um, sorry, Brandy. And Joey works at Home Depot. Home Depot is not closed, but they're working on a third of their employees. They're like, he wasn't even scheduled today, but he went in and worked. He got there at 6 a.m. this morning and they're paying them double time because they're so low on staff. So it scares me for him to do it. But at the same time, I feel like God's going to take care of him because we need Home Depot open for when there's like plumbing problems or whatever you might have during this situation. Who knows? Sorry. Yeah, I was just going to add on to what you were saying. Um, I know that like Amazon and everywhere that delivers, they are going crazy trying to get people to work for them. So, I mean, if you were on furlough and you still got your benefits, it would enable you to pick up a job that might not have benefits or even just part time to help with your kids right. and your family. I mean, I'm, I just, I feel I'm blessed that I don't have to do that. My office shut down. I work for a government entity and they're basically putting you on paid admin leave. Um, I'm, I have a situation where calls that would normally come to my desk are coming to me at home and I can access my email remotely. So I'm not doing nearly as much as like an educator would from home with Zoom and everything, but I am fortunate that I am still able to maintain a pay status and still get a paycheck and keep my benefits. But right. I mean, furlough, at least if they were, if they were going to pay your benefits, if you're a full-time employee and then you could go pick up part-time work, I mean, it would not be the same, but it's, it's better than nothing for sure. Yeah, definitely better than nothing. So Brandy, are you setting up your own home servers and peeling off that secret and top secret label on your files? Uh, no. <laughs> Too soon. Actually, technically, everything I do is a uh, public record, Nick. So, <laughs> sure, sure, sure. You have to say that. I understand. So, Ma, you got anything? You're quiet over there. I'm listening. I can see that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking everything in. All right, moving on. Thanks, Ma. Okay, moving on. So, you're welcome. Speaking, so you know, this is my third Zoom meeting today. So, third one. Yes, oh, my third one too. <laughs> Your eyes are probably fried by now. Um, <laughs> so, Steph, you were men mentioning how Disney is keeping on their employees, which is a great segue because you know, thinking about this, you know, if if they were to just can everybody and bring them back in. First off, we don't know when we're going to be able to get back into the pearly gates of Walt Disney World and Disneyland. But at the same time, if you were to just kick everybody out, you would have to retrain everybody. You know, if you have to go through the whole rehiring process and retrain everyone, and that would take that would take some time, right? Like, mm -hmm. so I hope they can keep as many cast members as they can. Plus, it's good for the cast members. They do what they do because they love it, just like us with teachers and and Brandy with her secret agent, top secret stuff going on. 
but um and their cast members are good you know like i've never been around a cast member that i'm like oh you probably shouldn't work here like they're all what wonderful you yeah gone, you haven't gone enough stuff <laughs> that's, that's true i haven't <laughs> Has anybody run into a bad cast member? I know I'm kind of going way off topic here. They're few, far, and in between. No. Yeah, they are. It's just usually they've had a cranky day because of somebody else. Right. Um, and that's why they always tell you to try to... I try to go above and beyond because I know that that's probably what happened. I mean, I was a cashier long enough to know I got yelled at for stuff that... Why was there something in the meat department? Well, I don't work in the meat department. I don't order the meat, so it's really not my fault, but okay. And I just would take it and go. So... I think that you have to have that attitude, and but I think this one day somebody had been picked on a little too much. All right, so I'm going to hand the mic over to you. What do you got for us? I'm throwing you, putting you on the spot. Do you have anything? Don't throw me on, put me on the spot. That was my, that was my. Uh, <laughs> why don't you go to Vicky first? All right, Vixter. I just want to know: Did everybody watch Onward this Friday? It was. I did. Different yeah, than I thought. I'd love to hear what everybody thought because it was. I'll tell mine when they're done. <laughs> Sorry. All right, Betsy, we'll why don't there. you go first? Betsy? Betsy? Me? Oh, me, me, me. Um, so I loved Pixar, and I was a little bit disappointed that after I got done, I was like, I don't know if I really want to watch that again. I'm usually like, always want to watch Disney movies over and over again. Right. I was like, I feel like that's kind of a one-time watch. That's how I felt, and I was kind of sad because I love Pixar, and they're usually so funny and so engaging, and it just wasn't. It was didn't catch me like it usually does, so I was kind of disappointed. Unfortunately, did you watch it twice? No, I probably somebody, should watch it again. Somebody told me that um, I wasn't exactly the same. Wait, I'm gonna let everybody else talk. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, you told us you're gonna go at the end. I'm sorry. I want to hear. Um, we're talking about onward, right? Yes. Okay, sorry. I had to take the earbuds out for a minute and yell at my kid. Um, <laughs> oh, that's perfect. She, I didn't get to watch. Um, she turned it on, on Saturday morning when I was making breakfast, of course. Okay. So I didn't. I saw bits and pieces of it. The parts that I saw, I liked. I thought it had um, it had like the touchy feely Pixar to it, like the relationship, you know, between the brothers and growing and stuff. But I mean, I the few moments I saw of it, I enjoyed it. I thought it was funny. I could totally feel Chris Pratt coming through like that big guy and I'm a huge Chris Pratt fan so <laughs> that made me happy <laughs> so um, I probably I need to sit down and watch it from beginning to end so um, I can't say a whole lot about it but the parts I did see I enjoyed. Stephanie? Yeah um, I so I didn't get to watch it the whole time. It was kind of one of those things that we turned on for Lucy um, and then I got caught up doing other things. So I really need to sit down and watch it from start to finish. The parts I did see, I I did enjoy. I kind of, I got to see the end and I thought that was really sweet and like, I mean, it was that feel good, like, oh, so I, I thought I would like it. Um, sometimes walking in and seeing just like a part here and there, was like, what is this movie right now? Like, what are these little fairy things that are bikers, huh? Yeah. I was kind of confused Priceless. what was going on. But I think, I think I would like it. I just, I need to watch the whole thing from start to finish and actually devote time to pay attention. And if I was a betting man, I would throw down $5 if my mother did not watch it. 
Well, you're absolutely right, Nick. I've seen commercials. <laughs> I, have, right, so, I have not seen it yet. It's one. Th it's one that I would like to see, though. Well, based off of the commercials, go ahead and give us your critique. Well, based off the commercials, it looks like that touchy feely thing, and plus, it's about brothers. So, and having a brother myself, that would be kind of interesting to see. Although I don't know what the storyline is actually about, except for they're trying to find their lost father or their father who's dead i have no idea that's what i got from it so yeah so they're trying to make their father appear their father is with them the entire time but only from uh the belt down so just the pants okay yeah so it was kind of funny haha -ha. i agree with you betsy i think it's just a one-time watch and one hit, i'm not going to say it's a one-hit wonder but i felt the same way with frozen 2 as well and you're probably all going to like throw a tomato through through the screen i can do that right now boom okay so <laughs> i absolutely loved it though because it got me in my dungeons and dragons spirit of my role-playing days with my brother and my brother and i going on a quest and it just reminded me of my brother jeremy he's probably listening right now but we have actually been doing some D, &D a lot the past couple weeks because of this whole thing and being stay you know having to stay quarantined and I haven't done that since I've been a kid, so it's been kind of cool. And watching that that movie was was funny. It was hilarious. And I'm, yeah, I'm huge fan of Disney and Disney and, and Pixar. And I thought it was a great film, great storyline, super cool. I mean, very creative, man. The imagination with these people, with the animators, simply out of this world. But uh, I agree with you, Betsy. I think I'll watch it again with Colin if he wants to watch it. But it's nothing I'm going to click on again to watch it over and over like I would some of some of the other animated films. Well, All right, Vicky, so, give it to us. Now, I was going to say, so <laughs> it, to me, Nick, it reminded me of when we first heard Coco was coming out and we were kind of like, are you reading this? No. I was just poking fun. Oh no. I looked down cause I had kids that didn't show up for the zoom meeting. Hi, Brandy's daughter. Um, you can be part of the I, show uh, too. <laughs> Seriously. Introduce yourself. Hold on. Hold on, Vicky. Sure. Hold on. Sorry, Vic. It's okay. Talking to my friend. Say hi. Hi. Well, hello there. Um, hold on. She can't hear you. Earbuds. So we have a very special guest with us right now. Oh. Brandy's daughter. Hi. <laughs> hello. What's your name? Abby. Hey, Abby. How are you? Good. Awesome. When was the last time you went to Disney? Last year. June. In June. What's your What's your favorite ride? Um, Flight of Passage. Yes, one our bracket. It's right with the Mousecapade podcast. <laughs> Favorite animated film by Disney. <laughs> she can't pick. <laughs> no? Okay. She can't um, pick. Favorite snack? Uh, Oreos. Favorite Disney snack? A Disney, the little popsicle thing. With like the Mickey shaped um, ice cream Ears. sandwiches. Okay, tell him. <gasps> I'm with the you. Ice cream bar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Favorite resort? Um, the one we went to last time, the Port Orleans French Quarter. Port Orleans. Nice. <laughs> All right. Um, let's see here. What grade? What grade are you in? Fifth. Fifth grade. You love your fifth grade teacher. Even more so now, because you probably went out of the house, right? <laughs> don't we all yeah so so you do you listen do you listen to our podcast every now and then 
Um, or have hmm. you in the past when, nah. I know, it's not that it's great. It's mom's thing. Yeah. <laughs> Who is your favorite Disney character? Mickey. Tried and true. All right. I'll give you a confession. I'm going to confess something to you. Mickey already knows this. So is my mom. And so is Steph. I don't like Mickey Mouse. What? You cannot say that on the Mousecapade show. Fired. Done. <laughs> I think he's annoying. <laughs> I think Mickey is so annoying. I, I would take Figment over Mickey as far as the annoying factor, and Figment's pretty annoying to me. The dragon. Did you watch? I wish, I, I wish everybody could see her face right now. She was like, <laughs> oh, like so shocked. I just, like, I just tore your heart apart, didn't I? I'm sorry. I'm you did. That. Oh, I Abby. love Mickey. The, um... The did you watch Onward, Mom said? You watched Onward the other day? Okay. Yes. So did you look pretty closely at the dragon, the pet yes, dragon? Please, please take over. I have failed. It's Figment? Because somebody told me to go back and watch figment? it again because the face is based off of Figment. Because <gasps> it's the little purple head from mm. the school. Oh. Ooh. So we yeah. were looking for Joey had all he has all these lists of things. If you ever heard the show that Joey did with us for Pixar stuff, and the we things need to have him back on. Yeah, he um he's like, okay, here's what we're looking for. This, 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 this. Well, all I heard was Pizza Planet truck. So we found that at that when was they an were honor? driving. Yeah, the Pizza Planet truck when they were going through the toll booth. To, over to the right of the thing was the Pizza Planet truck. Well, we were looking for some other things that are supposed to be in there. But then when I got done, my friend was like, hey, did you notice that Figment is the head of the dragon? And I was like, what? So I want to go back and watch that. But I want to reflect back to what I was saying. Sorry. Is it okay that Abby hears about Coco? <laughs> okay. Um, so before Coco came out, we weren't mean about it, but we just, it didn't look fantastic to us. But then it came out it and it's not, grown. No. It's grown on me every time I've watched it. So that's why I want to give this movie another chance. I really did like it, and my family was laughing because they had bets when I would fall asleep, but I did not fall asleep because um, it was a long day on Friday. I got up at, or it was, I guess we watched it Thursday. Anyway, I got up at 5.45 to do the fast passes for somebody. So they're like, Mom's never going to make it through. But um, whatever night it was that we watched it. But I thought it was really good, but it wasn't at all what I thought. I thought it was about aliens. I didn't know it was about um, elves. I thought, and then when I looked at them, I thought they were trolls. So um, for you, Betsy, at least to go back and see if it's Figment, I would watch it again because I feel like some of the movies now are so deep that I have to watch them a couple times for me to love them. I will say that um, Good Dinosaur, super cute, but I've only watched it one time. Oh. So I think, I think sometimes... It just depends on the personality. And I know Nick has never been a big Frozen fan, so to get him to watch it the first time, we were lucky. Good Dinosaur was another one. I'm one yeah, that's why. I absolutely loved it. And Coco as well. I, it was the first film that Colin cried in. Like, oh, I okay. actually looked over at him to see if he liked it, and he had tears running down his face. Um, so I guess, yay, they did their job. It was funny and, and, and sad at the same time. But... Um, Maybe you just brought up another episode here that we could talk about later on in the future. These uh, these cartoons, one and done cartoons. I agree with you, yeah. Betsy, about uh, Onward. I'll watch it again, though, if Colin wants to fire it up. How about that van, by the way? With the Sweet. unicorn? Awesome. I know, right? Brought me back to my childhood. <laughs> well, I think it was awesome. Sorry, I keep talking. But um, 
because the van grabbed the boy audience, but the unicorn brought in the girls. Because the fact that there was a unicorn on there, I'm sure the girls were, especially the ones in my class and probably Steph's, I don't know about third grade, but uh, all I hear about is unicorns. I got a unicorn shirt. I got unicorn shoes. <laughs> and so I think that was really smart on the animator's part. It's a really souped up cool van for boys, but it also drew in the girls at the same time. So, smart thinking. All right, let's move along here. Um, Vicki, you have anything? Well, uh, while you're talking, our, believe it or not, it's for our Paris Disneyland friends. <laughs> they just released that they're going to have three. Do what? I just went, we? Oh, I thought you were going to say you're going to Paris. Um, no, we're all going my to ex Disney. My extent of French, we. Oui. Okay. <laughs> You should, know, you should know bonjour. Oh, yeah, that too. We. And merci. Oh, that's right. All right. So um, Disneyland Paris just announced that they're going to have three Halloween parties this year. I guess last year they just had one to try it out, and it went over so well that they're, they're going to, I mean, assuming everything goes back to normal, um, they're going to have parties on the 17th of October, the 24th, and the 31st. And they're... Uh, show apparently has um, oh I lost her name Ursula from Little Mermaid is like the head show person the, you know the lady with the voice of Ursula no they have a lady dressed up I can show you a picture okay uh, she she dresses up like Ursula um, kind of like we have the hocus pocus ladies I don't sure. know how well you can see that oh, oh that's cool. cool that's really cool um, but she dresses up. She's like their lead person. But the tickets are going to go on sale for that. They're they must be they must be sure they're going to be back by October because they're planning for three parties. So that's pretty cool because I know that that's something that we have, and I don't even know that Disneyland has that actually. That's something I should probably check on. Has what? Do, uh, Halloween parties like we do at Disney World. Yes. Yeah. They, yeah. They do. Oh, okay. Boogie, I don't yeah, know yeah. that. Yep. That's what happens because I don't live over there. I have to check in with Lee every once in a while so that I know what's going on. They always end up putting the moon up because then they'll put Oogie Boogie on 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 top of it, like oh, overlay oh, it with all the okay, bats coming out. Okay, we can talk about this. I'm losing and my mind now. The moon looks like the looks like a tortilla shell while it's up for a few days before they put up. Gotcha, gotcha. That's when you know Halloween's right around the corner. <laughs> the tortilla shell is up. Yeah. Let's talk about. So you know, obviously, if you're a pass holder, no you know. No problem. That, we'll learn it later. Sweet. What are we learning? I'm sorry. I clicked on my kids learning thing. <laughs> That's awesome. The times we're in right now. Doing a little e-learning. <laughs> that is awesome. Yes, Betsy, you have something to say? I'm good. Okay. That was awesome, dude. That was so cool. Um, lost my track of thought. Oh, annual pass holders. So this is. I thought this was pretty cool, what Disney is doing for annual pass holders. So annual pass holders, if you paid in full, will automatically have their annual passes extended by the number of days that the theme parks are closed. Pretty cool on Disney to go ahead and do that, right? That's good. Mm -hmm. Yes. And if you are okay. like on a payment plan, what they're doing is going to go ahead and like just suspend the payments, so you don't have to pay during those months, which is which is kind of cool. Um, if pass holders on the payment plan can also choose instead to have their money or their monthly payments postponed starting on April 5th, which was a couple days ago, they can and then resume once the theme parks reopen. Skipped payments will be added to the end of the regular scheduled payment plan. Um, 
So expiration dates on these pass hold or annual passes will be extended. Obviously, Disney will release information. Anyways, this goes on to say that these pass holders have, I guess they have an option here. So they can either postpone, so their, their monthly payments are postponed. Then once they resume, when the parks reopen, skip payments will be added to the end. I know I'm just, I just said that. End of the regular scheduled payment plan. Skip payments will be added. I'm kind of confused on that one. Skip payments. Let me walk me through this one, Vixter. Well, I think that the end what I'm hearing you say, and they can correct me yeah. if I'm wrong, is that they are going to allow them not to have to pay. I know some, um, you know how there was something on the news that they couldn't foreclose on homes and they couldn't, people that couldn't pay their rent right now, if their job, they couldn't go to their jobs because they were sent, they're not. Got it. So they're just going to go ahead and shove those payments at the end. Right. Instead of penalizing them and counting against them, if they don't have the money, then they're just going to, I'm sure if they wanted to continue to pay, they're going to accept their money as well. I can't uh, imagine that they wouldn't. So when was that released? We, uh, just, um, last week. Okay. Cause I think it was last week that I was reading when people were saying that, you know, they were still getting charged for pass holders and they were frustrated mm. by that. So maybe, Maybe this was right before it was released, or maybe this is people who just haven't done their research and are like, well, oh, it's just like you have to opt out of it, and they didn't realize that, and so. There's so many updates, and what I love what Disney is doing, and you bring up a good point, Stephanie. Disney's kind of shifting their guidelines when it comes to cancellations, uh, rebookings, and incentives as these problems, you know, occur. So, like, once a problem happens, you know, Disney... We, we can't think of, like, they can't think of everything, right? Who thinks of every scenario? But as they come up, what, what is really cool and I think is key point here, Disney's working with everyone. For the first time, I think we can all agree that Disney's actually working for the benefit of the, and I, and I hate saying this, it sounds mean, but it's not like they're um, nickel and diming the guests. It's not coming across that way. When in years past, it has definitely seemed like that, right? Even during the promotion times. I don't know. Maybe I'm maybe I'm alone here. No, this is but this is so far worse than anything that any of us could project. It's just like what we're dealing with for school. Any of us that teach, it's changing almost daily um, because they thought it was going to be a short-term stay-at-home. So first we were just doing review, and now we're realizing it's going to be longer. So we're going to have to teach some new information so these kids get the information that they need and so I feel like not so much now but the first two weeks I felt like every day we were getting an email that was changing something from the day before and I think it's just because there was no way to prepare for this we, we, we didn't right. know it was going to happen the only person who knew it was going to ha happen I hope no one's offended by this but it's how I believe is that God was the only one that knew it was going to happen and so it caught us off guard but in a way some of it's been very good to watch people give back to other people um it's brought family time back especially to our house we have adults but we've spent a lot of family time and game time together and um worshiping together you know in our homes rather than at church you know and so i just think that disney's doing what they can the best that they can just like we have to do i'm sure a lot of businesses are having to do it this way is the hospitals even yeah, so we're at home so much. And of course, we're not going anywhere. We're eating three meals a day at the dinner table together as a family. And I thought, you know, I'd hear all the time, we're spending too much money going out to eat all the time. I tell you what, it costs just as much to eat at home than going out all the time and eating dinner. But I, I think, I kind of exaggerate on here a little bit, but we've eaten more dinners, breakfast, lunch, and dinner as a family more so in the last couple of weeks than I think we have 
uh, the whole time you're in that house since I've been married. Yes, like since we've been a family, it's been crazy. It's been awesome though. But what you don't tell the listeners is that you don't eat a lot of stuff because you're pretty picky. So you like Food palate to eat of a six year old steak and a hamburger. <laughs> yep, you had steak eat some two days ago. Yeah. yeah, I, I had hamburger you yesterday. Because Aaron told me. Yeah. Yeah, cook some chicken wings in the new wave today. If you would eat some chili and you would eat some casseroles, you could eat a lot cheaper. You know me. I will eat when I have to. <laughs> if I have choice, it's not happening. <laughs> anyway, and I'll do it with a smile. So let's let's go over to uh, little babies being born. And I know, Vicki, you're all over this all the time. And you're looking at me like I don't know. But I know you know. Because you're always bringing up baby animals that are born over Animal Kingdom. Steph, too. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. and Stephanie. Sorry, and Stephanie. I apologize. I usually overlook all this stuff, but uh, I'm positive. Maybe I'm putting you on the spot. You guys have this? I don't have this story this week. I saw it last week. Is there you talking about the baby zebra? Yeah, and the porcupine. Oh, no, I, I didn't I know. brought that up. Huh? You so brought that up. I think I brought that up a couple episodes ago. Steph did. I will toss this to the side. She did. <laughs> <laughs> Harry, I'm thinking I'm being all awesome and noble and stuff and bringing up something. We appreciate like, you, you thinking of us, though. Of the animals. Yeah. No, 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 no. Of the animals. Hey, I have I one can't. from I'm a joking. couple weeks I'm... ago that we never brought up. What's that? Yeah. Um, Disney purchased all some land. Oh, yeah. Skipped right over a that. A lot. Yeah. So they, they purchased another 26.3 acres. It's just it west say, of Magic Kingdom. It's just purchased, huh? They and um, they have no they have not released anything on what the plan is for. They released the price that it was. It was um, yeah. they paid like one point oh five million for twenty six point three acres. I think and they, they did bought it on March thirty first. So that kind of tells right. me, first of all, like yes, Disney's in trouble, just like everybody else is in a financial trouble, but apparently not that much if they're able to spend another you know drop another million for some more land like they're in it for the long haul and they know that it'll be fine yes yeah, so um, that's a good indication that they may be building somewhere because i started mm-hmm. looking into that land you're gonna probably gonna bring up the same thing right stuff yeah so so many acres have to be wetlands to offset how you know how many they actually or how many i guess acres are used uh for the walt disney world company so they have to have some that are not kept in the state that it's in and the land that they purchased i guess apparently it butts up to a subdivision so butts right up to a subdivision did you guys hear that no No. oh okay anyway um so hopefully we might see something built somewhere else you can only assume so that's good news the other thing stuff that you could think of it from the from a real estate perspective, everything tanked so quickly and the stock market was dropping. If I'm sure it was already under the way, but if somebody lowered the pricing of it because of everything that was going on with Corona, I wonder if they got a better deal for it because it did. That's a lot of money. I mean, I don't have a million dollars, nor will I ever see that in my life. They'll be in right there off Disney's property, which I think is what you're going to say, right? Right. I was like, they could have totally gouged them. And so I kind of feel like maybe somebody needed the money in a bad, you know, I don't know. Just speculation. I didn't read anything. How cool would it be if they built another celebration? Right? Built another subdivision. Oh. For rich people? 
Yeah, like, <laughs> what is a golden oak, I think? Right off, right that would be very cool, but to live there, I'd have to live with all six of you guys and your family so we could all afford good. it. We'll build, the, we'll build a Pueblo. It's all good. I'm, I'm down. I could go to Disney World as much as I wanted. My husband couldn't complain at all. It would be great. That's right. <laughs> so I want to bring up, um, unless you guys have something, I w- I'll go ahead and just bring up our question here at the end. I just um, have one more thing. Go ahead. Go ahead, Vixter. It just was, um, I don't know, do you guys, are you familiar with the jammeters at Epcot? They're the, the men that they roll from different parts of Epcot. Mostly I've seen them in the future world, not so much. Um, I'm glad you talked about Epcot because I got something to add when you're finished. Okay. So it's the guys that play on um, the kitchen equipment. They play on uh, trash cans. They play, just, have you ever seen those guys play? Mm-hmm. I guess it's just me for me the family. But, um, they posted a video, I don't know if it was today or, yeah, it was today, because that's when I saw it was today, I showed it to my family, but the guys were missing each other so much that they set up things in their own home and they, they posted a video on WDW and I would watch it. It's really, really fun to watch them play on their trash cans and their different equipment that they have at their house, but I'm not sure how they, they did that. They had to have some kind of person that knows something about videos because they timed it perfectly. Like they counted it off and everything. I love, Do what? I love how you pronounce W. Oh. Like a Jordan they Bush. Always have, there's always a lag in technology, and the fact that they lined everything up perfectly is really, really cool. And something fun to look at and realize that Disney uh, staff is move, missing their jobs just as much as we're missing ours. Come on, Teach. I believe it's a W. <sighs> WDW. <laughs> All right. You brought up Epcot, and so one of my favorite bands, their contract has not been re-signed. They're not going to re-up the contract with this band, British Revolution. Oh, yeah. yeah. I check them out every single time I go out there, and so their contracts were not re-upped. Along with Sergio, the juggler in Italy. I don't know if you've stopped by and watched him. Mm-mm. We did it on our last trip. It was pretty cool. I hadn't up to that point. I've walked right past him every single time he was entertaining people, but I am sad to see, along with the drummers in Japan, you've probably watched them a time or two. I did but, I did see that they were leaving. Um, but uh, British Revolution, gone. They've been there forever, man. You ever stopped and rocked out to their music? Anybody? Did they say why? It just said their contracts were not renewed. Now, I know the juggler was already supposed to be out the door. We've talked about him before Corona hit. And so he was already on the way out. So possibly these two other entities or the, the drummers and British Revolution, maybe their contracts weren't going to be renewed as well. And we just didn't hit on it. Maybe it wasn't just in the story or whatnot, but pretty sad. Pretty sad to see them go. And, you know, what about the other projects that are going on over there at Epcot? Do you guys think about that? Like I started thinking about that as well. With Guardians of the Galaxy, uh, was it Space 20? What is it? What's the restaurant out there? I'm drawing a blank. 220. 220, sorry. That's right. Because it's 220 miles up. That's right. Yeah, so what about, you know, all those construction projects have been put to a halt. And They just are halted? I actually was um, kind of, I can't remember what I found it on on social media. It was someone's post on social media. Someone, I can't remember if it was in a resort group I'm in or something else, but I saw someone post pictures of it at absolute standstill. 
of like, right. the walls all up around. I'm going to call it, my daughter affectionately calls um, the golf ball at um, where Spaceship Earth is. That's her favorite thing at Epcot. Um, but it's all just, you know, and it looks even worse because I feel like when you're in the parks and they're doing construction, you don't really, those walls are high and they kind of draw your attention elsewhere. But when you get somebody that can climb halfway up a wall and like take a picture of, mm-hmm. it's, it's like creepy. It's, it's like everything else we see right now of everything. All these images we're seeing of everything just empty and at a standstill. And I mean, my daughter's school's right down the street from our house. So when we go for a walk, we write, we walk by it. And I mean, it's all we can do just not to cry because it's just desolate. There's no cars there. No activity. We used, I used to, if I was home during the day when they were at school, I could actually hear the kids playing at recess. Oh, and wow. it is, you're that close. Yeah, I mean, we're, she is a five, it's like a five, ten minute walk. And so it's like this deafening silence of like everything in a standstill. So I can't even imagine how quiet it is <laughs> in the Magic Kingdom and at Epcot, and it, especially no whir of construction or anything. It's got to just be it, it doesn't unsettling. Because it seems like such a prime opportunity for them to get so much done without anyone there. I mean, if we have construction going on all over with mm-hmm. houses and everything, it doesn't make sense Same why here. they're completely shut down. Yeah, they were they're... working. They were working the first week, and yep. I it was sometime midweek last week, the second week that um, I saw that somebody had been exposed to it, and they just couldn't risk. They were worried about the risk of the employees, but they did keep working because um, I know they're we're yep. doing construction on our church, and they're still they haven't shut that down as. Because we went, um, our state went stay at home completely, every county. Because for a while it was just according to your mayor or whatever. I think that was who was deciding it, the mayor or the governor. Um, but they, we started that this morning and they're still doing construction in our church, to my knowledge. So even Cinderella's Castle has been ha- halted. You know, they stopped right. painting on that after about a week. And and so also the the refurbishment on Spaceship Earth has been halted as well. And, you know, that's been suspended a couple times where that was supposed to get a major overhaul as well. You know, Tron, uh, Light Cycle Ride, oh, that has been halted yeah. as well. And that one looks really good. That one was coming along really, really well. And so that's been halted it as well. It would just be so magical if you came back and everything was all done. I know, wouldn't it, Betsy? <laughs> that would be awesome. Now, Brandy, I agree. I, I wish they were just going to go ahead and continue all the construction because, as Vicki said, if they can do it everywhere else, why can't they do construction at Disney? It's the perfect time to be doing it because nobody's at the park, so go ahead and get the construction done. And it may be a state of Florida thing. Who knows? But um, uh, It's Brandy, pretty you bad down there, though. You you mentioned Spaceship Earth, Brandy, calling it the golf ball, and it just reminded me. Did you did you go back and have you listened to some of our older episodes? I did that a few times, and I got kind of just lost. Bored? It's okay. <laughs> and you not, can admit no, it. not you got bored. bored. I mean, so, so, now some of it was interesting, but like <laughs> that, uh, that, that's code for yes, yeah, some of them were boring. <laughs> I agree with you. Totally agree with you, especially the ones you know where you know Dave was on, and you know. Yeah. I did. Um, I did listen to one. I did listen to one. I liked that was. Well, I just thought it was kind of funny because I feel like you guys are always like very. Um, 
what's the word? Very Disney-esque in the way you talk about everything. And then I, I listened to the one about the guy that was the former cast member who kind of just, it wasn't for him and oh, he didn't feel like doing Chris. the two-finger point anymore I and all that. He gave, like, yeah, he gave the one-finger Oh, I was like, he said that. Wow. Like, this isn't Mary Poppins basketades anymore. <laughs> like, it just... <laughs> That's yeah. actually one of my favorite episodes. <laughs> I get a lot of you know, smack for that because it is so unique and odd that his yeah. take on Disney is just, it is, take this job and shove it. Betsy, I don't know if you heard it, but he was an ice cream. He worked. He was a cast member there in the ice cream parlor. And he, he just couldn't take the always on the stage mentality, right? Because you're always smiling mm -hmm. and have to be on the stage. And this is not the guy. Mommy probably remember him, Chris. Uh, a few houses down from us in the old subdivision. An amazing person. He's a really good dude, by the yes. way. An amazing person. Yes. Yeah. Oh, she speaks. Nice. You're still alive. You're still with us. <laughs> I'm still here. I'm listening. And, yeah, he couldn't give the whole two finger, you know, point. He gave the one finger salute and said, "Take this job and shove it." It was awesome. He started and walking down it Main was like Street. Like a week, right? Right. He lasted the week. He started walking down Main Street, go to his car, and he's like, "Wait a minute, I can't walk down Main Street. I have to go to the back and get on the bus and go back to the parking lot." But I thought it was so funny, but I got to get back to Epcot. We did an episode where I prank called the call center and asked. Oh us my God. Their, remember that? I asked to reserve a room and went round and round for like 40 minutes because I wanted to stay in the castle and then I wanted to stay inside the golf ball. Mm -hmm. And I almost got. Oh, the, what did they say? I got the guy to commit to give me a room at Cinderella's castle and I called him out on it. And he's like, oh, no, 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 no. I, that's not what I'm saying. I'm like, but you just said it. You just said it. You know, like. <laughs> Anyway, it was it's the funniest episode. So I he I, it was I don't know if he knew I was pranking him <laughs> and the cast member went right along with it, but I sure wasted about forty minutes of his time. I'm sorry, Travis did. It's out there. That's forty minutes it away was, from you. But it was a great episode. <laughs> it was funny. It was he made up fun. a name for himself, a place he oh, lived. I had an address was, and everything. Oh yeah. So if you were to ask me all that stuff, I had I had the answers. But anyway, it was it was it was funny. So one last question. So with coronavirus going on and everything, this has pretty much changed the way that we like go to Lowe's, go to Target, get groceries, open up the mailbox and, and bring it into the house, right? We're all, always thinking in the back of our minds, is there some spore that's going to get in my eye, my nose, my th whatever it may be, and get me sick and my family sick? Do you think... And Vicky and Steph, you've heard me say this in the past. Where you know I'm a big hand sanitizer freak. I'm always have a bottle with me all the time. And I wish there were hand sanitizer stations permanently at the parks because I do carry mine with me. Um, how is this going to change? And I've always said that they should have hand sanitizers at the stations when you when you you know with your magic band and the fingerprint, which I started doing. I'm not saying they took my ID. I'm just saying, thankfully, they started wiping that stuff down. How do you think this is going to change vacations in the future? Like trips to Disney, uh, maybe DCL, or maybe just cruises in general with any cruise line. How do you think this whole pandemic changes things? So cruises already are very big on hand sanitizer. Like we, we still, to this day, one of the cruises we went on, there was a guy who stood outside where we were eating, like at the buffet, like anytime we'd go into the buffet area, he would say, washy, washy, happy, happy, 
and he would squirt you <laughs> with hand sanitizer, and he said it right every time. <laughs> washy, washy, happy, happy, every single time. So we still, anytime we're like washing our hands, we say that. Um, but they, like, you couldn't go past this door without having hand sanitizer on, um, and they're very strict on it. So I don't see, I don't even know how they could become more strict with their hand sanitizer and their availability to it. But I think that other places are gonna become more like that, where if you are anywhere at, at Disney or at Universal or you know at these hotels, you're gonna have hand sanitizer readily available all over the place um, because people are more nervous and more conscious of it. So I think about like with cruises, when you disembark and you know and and adventure out into whatever port you're at whatever country it may be you know how's that going to look is it all going to be universal are they going to just start allowing people from all over the world without pre-screen before you get on the boat a pre-screen before you disembark and a pre-screen before you get on country do you think you think it's going to come down to that i think it might because i was thinking of 9 11 and I think travel's going to change for a while. I think people are scared. I know we had a cruise two months after 9-11, or not even two whole months, but we couldn't get our money back. Um, it's a different circumstance, I realize, than the pandemic, but still. Um, I think it's going to slow down the industry for a little bit. Um, I know that they're rebooking all the trips and stuff like that for people, but I know some people are scared to go on vacation now because they're afraid there might still be a lingering germ somewhere. And so, like Stephanie said, I think they're going to have stuff everywhere, but I, I'm going to be surprised if there's not a lull in vacations for a little while. I think people are going to be afraid to go out. I mean, we've been told we have to stay in our house. I agree with and you. I got to tell you that when I went out of my house just for that short time the other day and all I was doing was driving and literally like a paper boy only throwing glassy books into my kid's yard and then calling their parents to come get them out of the front yard. Um, Don't even look at me. I felt... Like I had done something wrong that I had broke a law. And oh, I there's going to be shaming going on. Trust me. When the, when when the pearly gates are finally released and people go out and start, I I'm a true believer that people are going to start. How would you call that behavior shaming? I don't even know what you would call it. I'm sure people are going to just get blasted on social media for going out right off the bat. Oh, the people in my neighborhood group, like on Facebook, are like mad that other people are buying items while they're at the store that they, that's not essential. You shouldn't come out for that. And it's like, the stuff is already there. Like, why does it matter that if, whether or not I have bread and toilet paper and milk in my cart or a bag of dirt and some flowers because my daughter and I desperately need something to do in the backyard yeah. for my mental sanity. It's like- right taking all the precautions and following all the protocols that are in place, why does it matter what you buy once you're there? Now, I don't think you should be going out 10 times a week, multiple times right. a day, but you know, if my hut, my weird in the middle of a renovation project right now, um, we had a leak in the bathroom, had to gut it. It was a whole thing. He's had to go to, you know how that goes. You get started on something and it's like, oh, you need this thing and you need this thing from Home Depot. When my husband goes to Home Depot because he has to get something to fix our bathroom, I don't see the harm in him getting me a bag of dirt and some flowers. And I don't want people like shaming him for putting that in his cart because his wife asked him to because I'm pregnant and I can't leave the house and I really need to plant some flowers. I want to connect so Betsy on her arm sneeze real quick. <laughs> not, and not into the hand. 
Sorry, Brandy. You're fine. You're fine. I saw that too. I, she muted herself and everything. So it was awesome. I was waiting for it too because of the ah, you know, part was like building up and building up, like pulling a lawn, you know, starting a lawnmower. Oh. It was great. So no, yeah, I, if it's I, I going on now about flowers, I can't imagine when someone traveled, like when traveling is allowed, but I, I mean, I... Go ahead, Brandy. I just cut you off second are, time. Well, it's okay. Like, what are you? What are you gonna do? You know, I mean, people. Some people are just gonna be really anxious to get out of their houses. I think, I think there's gonna be a good mix of people who are scared to death. I think there's gonna be a good mix of people who are just like, oh, let me out of here. I will go anywhere. You know, everybody's kind of dealing with all this stuff in their own way. So, I mean. For me, I think it also depends on if you're a high-risk person, if you're immune compromised, or if your children are immune compromised. Like for me, I'm going to have a newborn, and they're they're already, you know, not supposed to have people touching your baby and you know all that kind of thing. It's a scary thing for a mom, anyway. So add on top of that that there's there's literally things that we don't. There's people who carry this that don't ever get sick from it. That's what they're saying now. So it it almost makes you feel like you know, it's like the whole world is lava. The floor is not lava anymore. The whole world <laughs> is lava and there's nothing safe for you. So I just think it's going to be a matter of time. And I, I'm one of those people who's kind of like, you know what, when everything's open, that means that we've got it at least a little bit under control. And yeah, I would still encourage like anybody I know, if you want to go to Disney World and it's open, you want to go to Universal and it's open, then you should go. Well, what I wanted to point out as well is this, this isn't just a United States thing. Like this is a whole world thing. So whether or not you're traveling or you're staying home, if you're out and about, your likelihood of getting it is pretty much the same. Like if I'm just going to the park or going to the zoo or I'm going to, um, I mean, maybe not comparing the park to Disney World, but if I'm going to Six Flags or if I'm going to Disney World, I have the same likelihood of catching something because they, like, everywhere has it. It doesn't matter where I'm at. I could be in Paris and I could be in Florida. It doesn't matter. Or you can go to the Holy Land in Orlando. Yes, Betsy? Or the Holy Land. Um, I was thinking about what might change. I was wondering if character meets might change. Mm. Mm. To touch the princesses because they're people, right? I don't know. Think about touching and what does that look like um, in activities. So, Colin can't get as close to Ariel anymore. Nice seashells. I know Sorry. when when they um, like during that when before they shut the parks down, they did decide to stop doing face-to-face -face with non-masked characters. So yeah. if it was a non-masked mm. character, you weren't allowed to, like they just weren't out and available. They were at parades, but that's it. That's the only place you could see them was at a parade. Do you think they're gonna, airlines will also start screening with, you know, we've seen them with their um, infrared, you know, little guns that they have where they can basically shoot a laser edge is an invisible laser that kind of bounces back temperature and it shows your body which is you know the hottest point of your body and to see if you actually have a temperature i kind of think they'll start implementing something like that especially with the cruise line uh industries you know like just to get a as people are boarding get a snapshot of maybe this person might have a fever let's put them in this area over here so we can further evaluate 
I don't know. What are your thoughts the on that? Scary. The scary thing is, though, is you can't, you know, just because you have a fever doesn't mean like, yeah, that means you're sick. But a lot of people aren't showing symptoms. So you might get on the cruise ship and you don't have a fever and you don't have any symptoms. And then a couple of days later, you're sick, but you've already infected everybody. So that's kind of the scary thing about that. Like you can't just feel safe because they're screening people. Sure. But you're just saying in general, like after 9-11, like our world changed as far as now when we travel. This it becomes looks, part of the screening process. Right. So now it's like, what is going to be changed in our world now because of this pandemic? And I think okay. we will see changes, but we don't know how massive they will be. There will be changes. I think there'll be an identity change, um, ID change, you know, and not to be the conspiracy, conspiracy here, but, you know, ID 2020, that whole program is, you know, is set up to have a digital ID on everybody worldwide. So no matter where you're at, everybody has a standard ID. So it's another form of, of identification. And it's, if you read, it's, it's on online, like their program. And this is with Bill Gates, Rothschild, um, I know I'm missing Rockefeller, uh, all these groups that are funding this. Um, it's specifically for like travel and you know, their, their goal is to have a standard ID for everybody. So you're cleared to, to travel. You're cleared to go out into public and they're, they're using this pandemic and this is true. This is fact. You can look this up. They're using this pandemic as, as an example of why or a selling point we need to have a ver or basically a, a standard virtual or digital ID for everybody worldwide. It's pretty crazy when you start thinking about it. Well, actually in China, I don't know if anybody else saw the news piece that I did, but in China right now where they've just slowly started opening things back up, like where people can go into restaurants and, and things like that. Um, everyone there, if you want, if you're, I mean, I'm sure there's some people in a very remote village that don't have technology somewhere in China, but basically if you have a smartphone and you're, and it's China, the government knows where you are. Um, they have these SQR codes on your smartphone now, and you mm -hmm. have to scan that to go everywhere. And they scan that SQR code, and you have like green, yellow, and red, and it can tell everybody you've ever come into contact with or been near. Yeah. Your smartphone. This yeah, is I can't remember. Crazy. I cannot remember which news piece I saw it on when I was home the other day, but uh, it's. It yeah. was the reporter was showing it. He walked into, I can't even remember the guy's name or what channel it was on, but he was like, I'm going to go into this restaurant and have their brunch. They just started serving brunch again. And he, to get in, she's the lady at the counter was wearing like a mask still, just probably because she comes into contact with so many people allowing them in. And she said, I just need your smartphone. And she scanned it and he was green and it had his name on there with an SQR code and he was allowed to go in. He hadn't been in contact with anybody who was red or yellow. There the was New a York lady. Times. The what? New York Times has this story. Nice, oh. Brandy. <laughs> <laughs> She's looking it up. I love it, Betsy. <laughs> there was also a lady that was denied travel. She couldn't buy train tickets because she had such a low score. And so mm -hmm. they wouldn't even let her travel. She couldn't go anywhere because uh, the government and, and, and over there in China, it's basically four entities, uh, the government that pretty much own 99% of all groups in China everything infrastructure uh everything and so this lady had such a poor score she couldn't even buy a train ticket to travel that's crazy and i don't think we're going to get that far deep but when it comes to travel and, and touring and going to the parks and 
just travel in general, I, I agree with you guys here and Betsy, like you were saying, after 9-11, so much changed. I think there will be some changes that will be implemented to just the screening process. And I think one of it's going to be like a health check. I don't know. Crickets. I'll see. Did I lose you? I think oh, I thought I lost waiting. you guys. I thought I lost you. Exactly. Let's go. Let's go to my mother. Mom, you have you have your thoughts? Any thoughts? This is just very interesting. <laughs> She's a woman of few words. Later on, maybe I'll start talking more. But it's just really interesting when I'm listening to so because I haven't heard some of this stuff. And then as you're talking, I keep thinking about a student that I had that came from China. Now she's back in China. Like, how is she doing? You know, what are they sure. doing with her? So wait, 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 how did she travel? I just think about her all the time. Yeah, mm -hmm. how does she get around? Is she allowed to travel or anything? No, so you had, a, you had someone know. you know that traveled back to China? I thought there was a travel ban. Or, I mean, excuse me, travel ban on... Oh, no, no, she's been back for the... She went back last last year before the band so perfect okay i had her in second grade she's so, in fifth grade now so she went back beginning of fifth grade oh they okay moved back got it time. okay okay so before <laughs> i love you mom before i know you do thank goodness someone loves me all right next Aww. um thanks <laughs> people love you we all love you so you know, travel's not going to be the same. I think there's going to be some screenings. I, I can only assume they're going to be universal. Like I said, I don't, you know, traveling on a cruise ship could be different when you, you know, disembark and go into some country. I mean, I don't know how that's going to look. Um, screening processes are definitely going to change. I think even entering, let's talk about Disney here, and then we'll go ahead and hang our hats up here for, for the night. We've been talking quite a, quite a while now. But, you know, what do you think it's going to look when you go into the park? When you scan your band? So let's think about when we're scanning our bands or even checking in at the resort. We can start there. We've, we've gotten off the plane, Magical Express, going to the resort. Or maybe since you were screened at the airport, if they implement something, you're good to go. I don't know, but like, what about at the parks? Do you think there are going to be restrictions now with the amount of people, um, what you can and can't I do? Think I think we're all just going to have magical suits yeah. that keep us safe. We can't touch anyone. <laughs> We can't talk to anyone. We are just in a bubble ball the Pixie whole day. day. Yeah, Our well. ears are going to have face masks as well. You know, Disney's going to monopolize. Yeah, you're right. There you go. You should totally gonna say, make that stuff. Disney's going monopoli to monopolize on this. That could be a Halloween costume. No, oh, dude, you'd be shamed on that one. What would they call that? Someone would label it something. I saw some pretty bad costumes there. I think that that's not a bad deal. No, She's I think there probably will be less touch points. Maybe something like you can scan it and it's like a, a red like laser and it beeps it so you're not touching anything. Right. Because, <laughs> yeah, because yeah. they'd have to clean that thing every time somebody put their finger on it. I now. hate the fingerprint system. I do. It's a bothersome. I don't like scan it your band. You scan your fingerprint, or I mean, you scan your finger, and nine times out of ten it works. But that one time that it doesn't, and then you're pulled to the side, and they mm -hmm. want to take a picture of you. I'm like, dude, through the years you've taken like ten pictures, don't you have me on file? Like, I, I look the same, except for gained a little bit more weight this trip than last trip, and the, and that was a funny. 
Okay. I think you're like Joey. Rough I think crowd, that you just have like the, a face because Joey has that happen a lot too. I think seriously, I the feel like some space. people get pinpointed. Like they're like, hmm, they look suspicious to me. I'm going to pull them to the side. Oh, after you already, mm-hmm. when you go through screening, if you have a backpack and stuff like that, that's a whole nother subject. I always make sure that I have Colin with me or I'm holding his hand because then they won't bother you. If you have a kid with you, they just won't bother you. But if you're a male and you're walking by yourself with a backpack after it's been screened, every time, dude, every time. Anyway, all right, guys. Thanks for joining us, Betsy. I really do appreciate it. Thanks for coming on. Brandy, Ma, thank you. Mom, I don't know why I call you Ma. Welcome. Never called welcome. you Ma. Never called you Ma in my life. Yeah, that's fun. Fitting. <laughs> so I, I, I appreciate it. Stephanie, Vicky as well. We'll continue to do this and open this up to all of our agents uh, at Your Story uh, every week. I thought this was fun. So if you guys want to continue, we won't be as long-winded next time, I promise. We've gone an hour and a half. They're really about 45 minutes to 50 minutes, but we got to talking tonight. So I appreciate everybody. Thank you for uh, giving up some of your time. But I know over there in Boise, it's not yes. that late. It's what, 8, 8, 8.30? No, it's, the sun hasn't even set yet. See, there you go. You're oh, good. nice. <laughs> and I was thinking of you, by the way, when I, when I thought of 8 o'clock, 8 o'clock start time. Anyway, all right, guys. Thank you so much for coming on. Really do appreciate it. You're more than welcome next week as well. Everybody else that's still listening and you haven't tuned us out and turned us off, if you're interested in being a guest on our show or have a question or a comment or simply want that free quote, don't be bashful. Get a little dopey with us. You can go ahead and email us, mousecapadespodcast at gmail.com or travel at mousecapadespodcast.net. And as always, don't forget to go ahead and check out our friends over at yourstorytravel.com. Brandy, Betsy, do you have uh, your personal personal emails? You can go ahead and contact them if you're interested in, in a trip as well. Just going to be betsy.miller and, and Brandy. Vitolo. Vitolo. <laughs> I am so glad Italian, you said you should that. know this. Ah, only a wee little bit. I, I took the DNA <laughs> test and I realized I wasn't as, no, I actually am. My blood, what, what, what mom, it, what ma, it came from like Northern Africa was my bloodline or something Please like that. Please call her mom. <laughs> what? Northern uh, Africa. We got a big, yeah, we got in a big argument over this because you're like, no, it's not. Let me look at the DNA results. And it was like, right, time to shut this down. Comes yeah, I'm from, shutting it down. Here we go. So go <laughs> check out our friends over at yourstorytravel.com. As always, um, you can check out our friends this Friday with Vicky and Kaylee. I don't know what they have in store for us, and they probably don't either, which is good. Yes, they don't have it. You do. You do? Awesome. What do you We have bring a trip us? report with one of our uh, loyal, longtime listeners. <laughs> I don't with Betsy this week. I have with Gina Kretzkamp. Yay. Oh, okay. That's my right. Gina. Outstanding. That's right. my Gina. Yeah, that's Gina. your girl, dude. <laughs> and then the week after that's going to be Betsy. Yes, it is. All I right. got to work it out with her, but I'm sure since we're grounded in our houses. You got to keep keep on her. Keep on her, Betsy. Anyway, okay. thanks for thanks for coming it's on. It's Kaylee. She needs to keep them. All right. Um, yeah, so I'm drawing a blank. Anyway, peace. Yeah. And love. Have a magical day, my friends. Now, Brandy, Betsy, do you want to develop or do you want to create some really cool send off? How you doing? Um, I love Betsy's to say done. faith trusted pixie dust. All right. There you go. That's mine. Uh, <laughs> Brandy, I have that on my phone. Yeah. Betsy not having it at all. She's like, nope, I'm done. I'm out of here. Bobbity boo. Yeah. There you go. I love it. And mom. That's a good one. 
first time ever mother yes. came on the came on the show so do you have anything for us or any embarrassing stories we'll save that for next week what a closing i was gonna say bibbity bobbity boo because oh, she's i told you when i retire that's what i wanted to be with cinderella's godmother yeah, there you uh, go them are fighting words with betsy all right peace guys have a magical day <laughs> All right, we are recording. All right, here we go. Don't make me pull a little feral on you, Mom. Hey, Ma. Hey, Ma. What? Mute yourself. Oh, sorry. Oh, wait a minute. I never know what she's doing over there. Oh, stop. I know what I'm... She has no idea what movie I'm referencing either. Okay. No Will Ferrell fans over there? All right, here we go. I might have a couple takes, just give you guys a heads up. I know you were so thrilled with episode 500. I believe Toy Story Midway Mania won our bracket. No, I'm, I'm getting the confirmation. No, Splash Mountain. Yeah, Flight of Passage. As I'm reading Vicky's lips across the screen, that's awesome. We're going to be bringing you the latest news, rumors. And we're going to be finishing up. Nope, nope, nope. See, I got you another take. This is last week's notes. All right. Betsy, do you have uh, your personal your personal emails? You can go ahead and contact them if you're interested in, in a trip as well. Just going to be Betsy.Miller and, and Brandy.Vitolo. Vitolo. <laughs> I am so glad. Italian, you, said you should that. know this. Uh, only a wee little bit. I, I took the DNA <laughs> test and I realized I wasn't as, no, I actually am. My blood, what, what, what mom, it, what ma? It came from like Northern Africa was my bloodline or something Please like that. Please call her mom. What? Uh, Africa. We got in a big, yeah, we got in a big argument over this because you're like, no, it's not. Let me look at the DNA results. And it was like, right, time to shut this down. This comes yeah, I'm from, shutting it down. Here we go. Sicily. So go. Yeah. Betsy not having it at all. She's like, nope, I'm done. I'm out of here. <laughs> boo. Yeah. There you go. I love it. That's what I wanted to be with Cinderella's godmother. Yeah, there you uh, go. Them are fighting words with Betsy. All right, peace, guys. Have a magical day. All right, thanks Bye. for coming. Thanks for coming on, guys. Really do appreciate it. That was awesome. It was totally long-winded. Hour and a half. We never go that long. Next time, if you want to do it, I promise we'll set it at forty-five. See ya. Actually, I should say, have a zippity doo dah day. That's what we say in the classroom. So. All right. See you later, guys. Brandon, take care of that baby. Cool. Talk to you later. Peace. Cool. Goodbye. Bye. I will. Thank you. All right. Thanks for, coming. Thanks for coming on, guys. Really do appreciate it. That was awesome. It was totally long-winded. Hour and a half. We never go that long. Next time, if you want to do it, I promise we'll set it at 45. See ya. Actually, I should say have a zippity doo dah day. Yeah. Yeah. That's, all That's what we say in the classroom, so. All right. See you later, guys. Brandon, take care of that baby. Cool. Talk to you later. Peace. Cool. Shining at the end of every day There's a great big beautiful tomorrow And tomorrow's just a dream away Man has a dream and that's the start He follows his dream with mind and heart And when it becomes a reality It's a dream come true for you and me So there's a great big beautiful tomorrow Shining at the end of every day There's a great big beautiful tomorrow just a dream away. Well, 
it sounds pretty good. In fact, that's just the right spirit. Our songwriters, Dick and Bob Sherman of the Walt Disney Studio. The Sherman brothers have written many of the wonderful songs for motion pictures and television shows, and I think this song, written especially for you, captures the spirit of the General Electric Pavilion at the New York World's Fair. Thanks, boys. Thanks, Walt. Say Thanks, goodbye Walt. to the folks. Bye-bye. There's a great big beautiful tomorrow. <laughs> As I said, that's the spirit. Well, a beautiful tomorrow just to dream away. That says we're going places. There's progress ahead.